The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Do you remember when home video was in its infancy? The perfect video store is popping up all over the country. Do you remember the experience of renting VHS tapes at a store? Right now, rent Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Cobra for just a dollar a day each. Do you remember when you kept a video store membership card in your wallet? Welcome to Blockbuster Video. Hollywood Video. We get what you want. A warehouse is entertainment. Relive the days when dead media was alive and kicking. This is Rental Return. Tales from the Video Store. Hi, my name is Dala Borzhevich. I worked at Blockbuster in Glendale Heights, Illinois from about 2003 to about end of 2004. Going back a little bit earlier for you, what is your first memory of being in a video rental store? My mom definitely took us once when I was younger and it was just the massive selection. That was the biggest thing I remember. It was just like, these are like, I didn't even know these movies existed. Like, what is all this? I didn't know all these cartoons and I, I just, I was just flabbergasted. I was like, what is all this? And of course the candy and all this stuff. And the fact that everyone else was doing the same thing, like this wasn't a unique experience. I was like, oh man, like this is like something people do. This is awesome. <laughs> Prior to that, did you have like a VCR and VHS tapes or did you have to rent a VCR when you rented the tapes or what was the situation for you, if you can recall? I think we we had gotten a VCR for sure. <laughs> My mom was a little, culturally, we we, we like to show off. And uh, so, you know, the, the first chance, as soon as somebody in the family had it, everyone else had to get it. So we definitely had a VCR already. <laughs> Okay. And when you got to the place where maybe you were the one pushing for video rental yourself, where you were the one going in for selections, what chain was that? What kind of a store was it? And what do you remember about your favorite types of videos to rent? It was always Blockbuster because they were always the closest one. I didn't even know Hollywood existed until probably right around the time when I started working at Blockbuster. And uh, family video was like, that was a revelation to me years later. I didn't even know that was a thing until after I worked at Blockbuster. So I, I, I drove by one and I was like, what is family video? I thought it was like some tiny little hole in the wall. They're like, no, no, it's a chain. I was like, oh, well then. It was always either action or comedy because I knew that was something me and my mom could always agree on. It wasn't something like it wasn't something I'd had to convince her into. Like Tango and Cash was one of my favorites because it's like a little bit of both. It's like a little bit of extra on the violence, but there's enough comedy that I think it kind of like drowns it out for her. So <laughs> that's that was kind of I was trying to sneak in more violence while entertaining her with the comedy. Okay, so obviously you're you're building up your knowledge of movies, you're renting on a regular basis, I'm going to assume. So how did you come to work at Blockbuster Video? How did you make that jump? Well, it's the age-old adage, right? It's it's not what you know, it's who you know. A friend of mine worked there, and she was like, hey, we need an extra person at, at Blockbuster. I needed some more money. I was working at a local grocery store at the time. I was like, Blockbuster, that's a good call. I love movies. Let's do this. And uh, it was pretty much like a like a grease the wheels, like there wasn't like a real interview process like most people would have to go through. And that store in particular, I don't know how many other Blockbuster locations you had been to or would eventually go to, but was there anything unique about the layout of that particular Blockbuster video or some part of it that you remember being like, oh yeah, people are always milling around this spot? 
No, it's funny because that was always what I felt was I, I got to the default Blockbuster layout. It's the one I saw the most out in the wild. And then when I worked at Blockbuster, I would go to other locations to help out with inventory and various things and just cover shifts. And I would notice the differences at those locations because I was like, why would you put this here? Like, why is the register not all the way at the front like it is at my store? Like, this is the one I felt like I saw the most of. So I just I didn't understand. Like, I always kept asking, but it's like, you know, no one was no one that worked there was in charge of the layout so no one ever knew the answers yeah it sounded like because you know there were kind of as i understand it like the corporate owned stores where they would actually build it new and then there were the ones where it was an old store they bought out years ago you know in like the early 90s or mm-hmm. whatever when they were kind of taking over makes and sense so, yeah so so it sounds like you were maybe one of the newer stores do you recall any type of like special events or promotions whether it was like little giveaway items or like you know any specials coupons or things that were being set out to bring in business there were always some kind of some kind of coupons because that was right around like when i worked there was right around when uh, netflix was really cropping up so that is when they were trying to really really strike back we had there were coupon books like basically you would pay whatever amount ahead of time and you'd have like three or four rental cards in there and literally tear off paper cards that you would hand in and you would get a rental like no charge and that turned into i I forget what they called it but it was like their version of netflix it was ridiculously more expensive it was like 22 dollars a month although netflix is getting there now (laughs) Uh, but it was like you know in 2004 it was 22 dollars a month but you could exchange in store and i was like that's brilliant i'm like this is what wins it right and it was not So obviously it's all DVD on the shelf, right? So that that's- that I was there for the transition. We had VHS when I first started there and probably about six to eight months in is when they were like, all right, we're taking all the VHS down. We put it all in the big red dots. I forget what, like that was their like old stock sale. And, uh, you know, I had to manually label every single one of those VHS tapes. I hated that. <laughs> but it was like, oh, suddenly we had so much more room on the shelves and you could make everything look nice. It wasn't like VHS tape, like butted up against a DVD. It just, it became easier to manage the the stock, honestly. Now, as you got more familiar then, what were some of the best perks for you of working at Blockbuster Video? The discounts. (laughs) The, we're throwing this Coke away. So if it ends up in your car, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> That's actually where I learned that like soda, it, it all has some sort of like Best Buy date because I worked at a grocery store before then. We just, you know, I'm just selling Coke and all the all sorts of drinks and all that stuff. I never thought about a Best Buy date, but they had a big, big thing about stocking the soda oldest to newest. Right. So they would like you have to take out the whole stack and then restock it in order. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And uh, do you remember any of the other, like, you know, because they would always have the concessions up front, right? Hey, do you want to buy popcorn? Do you want to buy this? Do you have that? Was there any particular item that you saw that sold more than others? Was it just soda? Were there certain like candies or something that were a big deal? It was always popcorn. Whoever came up with popcorn and movies, I hope they're getting royalties to this day because (laughs) that has always been the default. I mean, like people grab candy here and there and there was like a pretty straight variety. Like, there was no like one clear winner some weekends you know it'd be the the crunch some weekends it'd be the whoppers but like it all got sold like we never had like extras of one thing and uh, but the popcorn the popcorn i mean there there were some weeks where we like were struggling to keep it on the shelf it was just always going because people people treated it almost like as a grocery stop they'd rent three movies they'd get six things of popcorn for everybody in the family you know they got two nights of movie and popcorns (laughs) Wow, that's wild. Okay. And then as this is going on, but like actually, you know, day in, day out doing the work, what was your favorite part? 
learning all the new titles. Like, I mean, even after a year there, just finding stuff that was like, how, like, I know we didn't get new stocks. So how did I not already see this? So like just finding out new stuff and new titles, there were certain ones that would just haunt me because after I like saw them the first time, I would see them everywhere somehow, like everywhere I'd go like, oh, like, how, why do you carry this? Like, this is such a like weird little corner. Like there's one copy on the shelf and yet it's at Target. Like, like I don't know how it's happening. How about least favorite part of the job? Because at the end of the day, it is just a job. Sure. It was facing and I actually got in trouble for it once because I did, you know, I faced the outside wall of all the new stuff. And oh, can, you, can you explain that for people who don't know that? Oh, term? for sure. So the, the way Blockbuster worked at the time, everything in the last, let's say, three to six months was on the outside wall of the store. So the newest releases were always on the outside wall. And then the, the like the racks in the middle were all the back stock, if you will, the back issues. <laughs> and that's where you find out all the like weird, obscure stuff from like the 80s and the 90s that's where i found out about Alyssa milano's like weird vampire movie when she was super young like the thought of it even makes me uncomfortable i was like what is this but i could never bring myself to rent it <laughs> i was just like ah uh. it's like i love charm so i was like i just noticed her face i was like oh my god it's Alyssa milano uh, yeah but that's where all the weird stuff was so all the new stuff was on the outside and you had to face you had to face it so i had to look nice yet all the covers had to be on the front because you know people aren't always the most considerate so they'd grab the dvd and you know so move, you like, grab the, the third one back and move the <laughs> the cover behind it wasn't like an ocd thing where you would have straightened it anyway you're like oh, oh no whatever no like yeah that. no it was just like oh, i wish you didn't move that and then it's like where's the cover for this like where did it land when they were browsing because you know people will grab the cover and they'll compare and then just drop the one wherever it was so i had to, you know i so i did that did the outside wall. I thought it was pretty good. And my my manager, I think, was like a like a new manager. It was like a new shift lead kind of guy. It was like face. I was like, I did. And he's like, it doesn't look good. I'm like, well, you do it then. <laughs> like, and I wasn't, I didn't mean it like in any kind of like disrespectful way. I was just like, I had already done it. So like, I don't know how else to do it better. And uh, a couple of days later, I talked to the store manager. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, and I'm curious too, because you know, obviously in this DVD era, back in the old days with VHS, it was, did they rewind it? Then they not rewind it. There wasn't, mm -hmm. I mean, VHS tapes were pretty durable, but DVDs, easy to scratch. They take it out. They just so set it down. So did you guys have like a machine to like repair the DVD or what was the situation if it came in, like just destroyed? We had a couple. So we had the automated one, the like battery powered one and that did an okay job but it because it's automated it can't really like apply extra pressure so we had the hand crank we had the hand crank one and you, sometimes you got to like press it up against yourself put a little extra pressure on there and just crank away at it that was i i definitely remember like rewinding was way easier because you just put it in the rewinder hit the button walk away and then when they when they got rid of the vhs i was like ah oh, man and then you, you just see them you know, at first it wasn't that big a deal it was but most people were pretty decent with it. But then as DVDs got bigger, more people got DVD players. It was like just scratches all the time. Pull it out because you have to check it. And then you'd have the ones, the Criterion collections and stuff like that that were two-sided. Both sides are scratched. Like... Yeah, that I mean, that, it's just crazy. They're so delicate. But I, I'm also, I would like to know with that, because obviously if somebody's bringing back a scratch DVD, were you guys charging them for a replacement? It's like, you destroyed this? Or like, can you remember any uh, crazy customer interactions related to that or something else? I remember the not rewound fees that people always argued about those because it was like oh, i rewinded it i'm like then why did i have to rewind it if you rewinded it but the dvds that was something that was like harder because they're like well we watched the whole movie and we just put it back in the box so like you know the excuse was it got loose while it was in the return bin or whatever whatever and it got scratched up outside of their control so people basically always fought that and 
I'd say probably 80% of the time won because it was just like, we were just trying to get an extra couple bucks out of them for the fee. And uh, yeah, once in a while, you'd the only times that like people would get charged for like replacements or basically like buying the the like used value and is when they re didn't return it uh, in like the right amount of time. They'd be like, you know, three weeks later, they'd show up returning it. We're like, yeah, so we already charged your card for that. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't want it. I'm like, you kept it. So you did want it. <laughs> like, sorry. Were there any like interesting regulars in your store? Like, were there any unique individuals that were either asking for certain types of movies all the time or just like, were just kind of oddballs that you're like, ah, this guy's back. <laughs> the, not any particular individuals, but there was every week, there was at least one family where like, they're clearly buying the two family movies for the two nights. And one was and one was just for the parents. One was one was just for them in the bedroom. You like they were gonna watch that. And then uh, what about like your fellow employees? Like what was the makeup of the staff? You know, you're a young guy at this point, but like was everybody else about your same age, or were there some veterans? Like a couple veterans and mostly young folks and veterans in so much as I mean I think I was 19, 18 or nineteen at the time and uh veteran it was like 29 <laughs> like <laughs> veteran in so much as like has worked in working in in just the service space for you know 10 more years than me and were did anybody ever like you were only there like a year essentially but was anybody like in and out super quickly that you recall like oh, oh well, yeah oh yeah out. okay oh for sure <laughs> that we had i think two well we had two in our store there was one manager at one of the other stores that I'd have to go and uh, cover regularly because they were short staffed. They they had a manager get fired. They had a new one in, and like I think three months later he was out. I was like, wow, how do you how do you do that? <laughs> how, do you, how do you manage to mess that one up? That's crazy. Now, what was the foot traffic like at this time? Like, because again, like you say, people are starting to move towards, you know, Netflix, looking for other options for their movie rentals and things like that. Like, was it very busy or was it like just like, you know, it always had been Friday nights, Saturday's busiest time? Like, what was the situation? I mean, for most of the time I was there, it pretty much stayed the same. Like, it really didn't decline that much. Like I said, they were doing everything they could to keep the business. They, except, you know, except for all the smart decisions that in retrospect, we can all be like, well, you should have just done this. Uh, but, you know, we, we'd have weekly sales on candy and soda and whatever. And rent to get one free, that kind of stuff all the time, all the time. And it got to the point where we're like, yeah, like, we know it was a free rental, but like you still have to return it on time. Like, it's still a time, you know, those kind of discussions. And, uh, and when they did that movie pass or whatever they called it man we were hustling we were i remember every weekend friday saturday and sunday two to three people on the floor besides the people doing the register besides the people doing anything else just selling just please buy this please buy this here's all the benefits please buy this like i was pretty decent at it i won the anniversary collection of back to the future oh cool <laughs> wow that's neat and i'm curious too because you know, this is kind of an era, like you say, where there's a little bit of competition and things like that. Sometimes people would say like, oh, we'd get returns from Hollywood video or the other stores in our return, you know, video return box. Did you ever see that? Like, or was by this point, everybody pretty much had the deal down. It was super rare. We did have it a couple times. And in retrospect, it's kind of funny because I would have expected it, knowing what I know now, that we had Hollywood around, literally around the corner from us that I would have expected it to happen way more, way more. But yeah, no, I think maybe two or three times while I was there, max. Is there any other like 
title that you can recall from that era like you say like just the new releases you had to face it over and over again and it was so popular everybody was calling it do you have this one yet do you have it like was there a title that was in demand matrix i think was the one that sticks out the most it was like i think whatever the second one was had just come out and that was the like as soon as like i mean almost almost as soon as it was in theaters people were like is it out yet no it just it just went out in theaters we're talking about so what led to you leaving I got a job. What I felt was like a big boy job. <laughs> I got an office job and I was like, yeah, an office job sounds great. I don't have to deal with people every day. It's funny because it was a customer service job. So like I had to deal with people every day. <laughs> An even broader array of people because from all around the country. So, but yeah, no, I, I really thought that I was like upgrading. <laughs> Did you keep any mementos from your time? Like, did you keep a name tag? Did you keep your shirt? Like, was there anything to remember that wonderful year at Blockbuster? <laughs> the shirts you had to return. Otherwise, they charge you for it. Oh. <laughs> but I did keep my name tag. Uh, I may even still have it. I have like a little box of mementos, including like badges from old workplaces. And then did you look back fondly on that time? Or was it just like, eh, well, I mean, it was a job. It was just a fun thing to do for a little bit. You know what? It was a little bit of both. It was pretty much a decent place to work at the time. You know, like I said, you got to see all this new stuff. That's why I found out about uh, 8mm with uh, Nicolas Cage, a movie I could never watch again because I didn't even know the subject matter of that existed. So like that tainted me, that, like that darkened my world perspective, which, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But it's one of those things that like you got ex exposed to a lot more variety just in general. Like I think I watched my first outside of what was playing on TV all the time. It was like my first anime. I think I got my, what was it called? Uh, Initial D. I watched the first like first stage is what they called it of Initial D. Uh, but when I worked there, like all sorts of like weird stuff that I'd would never have necessarily picked up like for, at that point for me like my mom and i didn't go to theaters or anything like that i didn't really go to the theaters even when i grew up until like much later in life and like blockbuster was where i discovered stuff because otherwise it was whatever was on tv and then later you know later i find out that like stuff is cut for tv stuff is like reframed for tv so like when i watched stuff like widescreen if it said widescreen on the vhs back like when i first started there i was like oh i gotta see this because it's like the rest of the movie <laughs> that's awesome then as you move on from this, the video rental store itself, you know, the brick and mortar is starting to go out of business. You're literally seeing those signs around town, probably that they are closing. What memories do you have of that era of seeing like, oh, this is going away? Like, did you stop in? Did you grab some, you know, DVDs or oh, yeah. for yourself? Okay. Yeah. When they were liquidating, I was like, we're going. And this was, this was the era when I had just found out there was a, man, I forget. It was, I forget what it was called. There was a website where you could download the jackets, the art. I mean, I say full quality scans, but it was like, you know, 2004 quality scans. Uh, but it was like, you could just print your own jacket. So you could go to Blockbuster, buy the used one, even without the insert. And you could just print your own insert, right? Literally, and I know how, like, how much ink that would cost and all this other stuff. Like that became a whole thing. Because I, I think, I mean, when they were clearing some stuff out, I probably bought 30 or 40 movies. Just like, I was like, yes, 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 yes. As soon as I saw, oh, this store is going out of business. I'm like, bet. <laughs> just, I would try to collect as many as I could. That's great. And as you look back now, is there like a specific memory that stands out to you? You're just like, ah, this is what video rental stores were all about. Whether it was your time working there or whether it was, you know, as a customer, like you just say, this is the warm, fuzzy feeling I get when thinking about Blockbuster. The difference in discovery. That's that's the biggest thing that I always think about is, you know, if 
if me and me and the wife are scrolling through a Netflix or whatever, and we're just staring at all the thumbnails that are curated for our interests or whatever, I'm like, like, you know, whatever. Nothing's really jumping at me. Whereas at the store, you see people talking about something or you see like you'll see people like huddled because they're all trying to get the same movie and you're like hey what's, what's going on over here what movie is this so it's like there there was a discoverability like a, you could be part of like a communal thing like right now discovery and media is so personal that like they're really besides like the major major like blowout successes like a game of thrones or whatever there aren't really like water cooler shows and water cooler movies like there's not anything that people talk about collectively whereas back then you had people all like grabbing the same copy and like people being like, you you see someone grab the last one and you tell them it was the last one and somebody walks up. Oh, what movie was that? Well, you know, can you, can you put me up? Can you like call me when it comes in? Like it was one of those, like people would get interested because, oh, it's sold out. Oh, I, I didn't realize that there was a movie that was selling out. Like what's, what's going on? That's cool. Yeah, definitely. That I feel like that's what most people miss is like there was a community feeling, even just like being in the same space while you're browsing with other people, right? It's just like, oh, we're all here because we're interested in movies. And depending on the time of day, it's, you know, it's like real diehards or it's just the, you know, the general populace. So yeah, that's great. Well, man, thank you so much for sharing your stories. This is a lot of fun. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.